Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 27th of November as the Flyers have now gone winless in 10 straight games. 0-7-3 over that stretch with a loss last night to the New York Islanders 5-2. They'll look to uh, stop the streak on Tuesday against that same team, the New York Islanders, when they open up a five-game homestand, which will not be easy. Tough opponents coming in. The Islanders Tuesday, coming up on Thursday, the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Devils come in a week from yesterday at Wells Fargo Center. They've won 14 of their last 15. Colorado comes in Monday the 6th, or Monday the 5th, and then Wednesday the 7th, they'll wrap up the homestand with the Washington Capitals. Four of those five teams currently in the playoffs. I mean, obviously, you'll look at Colorado, last year's Stanley Cup champions, very dynamic team. The Devils playing great, 14 of 15. Tampa Bay, still a great team. And we just saw the Islanders, a really good team. So it's not going to get any easier. And it's been a really tough stretch. Special teams, the net special teams has been a huge issue. The lack of goal scoring, Flyers going into the game last night, 2.43 goals per game, which is 32nd in the NHL. Lowest scoring team in the league. And again, they only have two last night, so it doesn't get any easier. And when you can't put the puck in the net and score more than two goals, you are not going to win most games in the NHL. This is a league where you need to score on most nights to win four goals in the league. The average is over six total goals per game. Six and a half is the line that Vegas puts on it for a reason. But the Flyers on most nights, and you look back at this 10-game winless skid, you look at what the goal totals are that they have in this 10-game skid. Lost to Columbus. They scored two. They lost 5-2. It was a 3-2 game until two empty net goals. Against Ottawa, they lost 4-1, one goal. Against Dallas in that back-to-back, they lost 5-1. They lost to Columbus when they overcame two two two-goal deficits. They scored four in that game, lost in overtime. Lost to Boston, scored one. Lost to Montreal, scored four that night, but lost in the shootout. Against Calgary, scored two. Against Washington, scored two. Against Pittsburgh, scored one. And against the Islanders, scored two. So you're just not going to win games when you score two goals very often. They did beat Ottawa 2-1 to one earlier this season. But you're not going to win many games 2-1 to one in today's NHL. It's just not viable. And when you look at this team on paper, you go, where's the scoring going to come from? And there's not a lot of outlets for it. Kevin Hayes had a two-point game last night, a goal and an assist. Lucas Sedlak had a couple of points as well. And Hayes is 21 points in 21 games. He's been a point-per-game scorer. But with Travis Konechny out and so many other players, I mean, you were counting on a lot of points, goal production, driving offense from Cam Atkinson. He hasn't played a game. James Van Riemsdyk, however you feel about JVR, he's a guy that's going to get you 25 to 30 every year as a net front guy and power play guy. You don't have that. Scott Lawton's a guy that's going to score 15 to 20 goals a season, 16 to 18, whatever you want to say. I mean, when you see what they're missing on paper, it's not hard to figure out why they're not scoring. It's frustrating that they're not scoring, but it's not hard to see why they're not scoring. And in thinking about this team, we were talking about this on the postgame show, myself and Brian Smith, that 
you look at this this team and you look at the Flyers right now and it's a 10 game winless skid 07 and 3 whatever you want to call it to me if the game ends and there's a winner and a loser and there's Flyers have lost 10 straight games they have not won 10 straight games so therefore you lost 10 straight games I I don't I'm not a big loser point guy and the all important point but you know sports are really emotional looking at the team on a micro level and you look at their roster and you see that Konechny, Lawton, JVR, Couturier, Cam Atkinson, Wade Allison are all out. And you understand, you go, okay, with with the the people that they're putting on the ice in the roles that they're putting them in against any good opponent, how can they compete missing what they're missing? I mean, you take the top five forwards off of any team, any good team, any team with depth, then it's going to be a real struggle. And look, I'm saying, I'm not saying that if they were healthy, they'd be great, but they are missing a lot. But the thing about it is, is when you take that view and you look at the situation, you can do that in moments where emotion's not involved. But immediately after a game, like when I'm recording this, it's hard to do that because emotion is involved, because sports are emotional. Because as sports fans and a fan of a team, you pour a lot of emotion into it. So when you go through a game and you watch it and they go into the third period against the Islanders, tied it two and played really hard and battled, and then you see, as Tony D'Angelo called it, 20 seconds that blew up the game, and the Islanders score two goals pretty early on in that third period, you're not going to all of a sudden think, oh, we're missing this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. You're going to be mad. And I get it, rightfully so. And you're going, oh, no, here we go again. And that's the emotion of sport. Right away, it's going to hit you when you watch a game and the things that happen that game in an emotional way, and an emotional response will take place. I think if we're all looking at it rationally, we look at it and we go, yeah, they're missing a lot of guys. There's some guys here that we're not sure about. There's some guys here that we need to see a heck of a lot more from. And guys here that need to step up to the plate and raise the level of their game. Whether that's guys like Rasmus Ristolainen and Travis Sanheim or Morgan Frost or uh, Kiefer Bellows or Owen Tippett or whoever. They all need to raise the level of their game. But in that moment, when you've now lost a 10th straight game, the response is not going to be rational. It shouldn't be rational. It can be emotional. And it is frustrating. And part of the frustration is that it's not just young guys that have made some mistakes. It's been veteran guys that have made costly mistakes that have prevented them from winning. Not just in the Islander game, in other games as well. So that's that's part of the frustration. You know, the Islanders in that third period were all over the Flyers, forechecking them up and down, no time. I think that's a cumulative effect of them being relentless on their forecheck through the whole game. It didn't pay huge dividends for them until the third period. When, the, when it totally overwhelmed the Flyers. And by proxy, 
The Islanders scored three goals in the third, and the Flyers scored none. And the Islanders won the game 5-2. to two. Again, I thought the Flyers played hard. And it's fine to say, okay, this like we've been talking about this, to say, hey, as long as they play hard and it's honest this year, I'll take that that element of it. And we're looking at that in the big picture. And I've gotten a ton of responses and emails and DMs about it. And we've been going through them. And we'll continue to do that. But in this moment where they've lost their 10th straight game, this early in the season, it's hard to say they worked hard and feel fine about it. It's hard after the last couple of years where we've seen way too many double-digit losing streaks to rationalize that right now on exactly what's happening at this moment. It's just hard to do. It's hard to rationalize it as, as fans. That's where I am with it. I'm frustrated. In the last year and nine days, this comes from Jordan Hall, like the Islanders' forecheck was a cumulative effect in the third period, this 10-game winless skid is a cumulative effect of what's happened over the last couple of years for fans. The Flyers, right now, went 0-7-3 in their last 10. In December or November 18th to December 8th of 2021, they went 0-8-2, a 10-game winless skid. From December 30th, 2021 to January 25th, 2022, <coughs> they had a 13-game winless skid, 0-10-3. So it's not just about this losing streak in this moment. It's the emotion of all of it. Because fandom doesn't just come one season and walk out the door. Fan is year in, year out. And it's been a last couple of years that's been really difficult. And these pronounced losing skids. This one is different. This losing skid is different than last year. This losing skid is different than a couple of years ago. When the loss happens and the games pile up, your emotional response is not different. Because it's visceral. And it it's one of those things you can't control, nor should you control. That's what being a fan of sport is all about. And this is a tough situation right now. The mistakes, they are frustrating. And when it's not some guy that's played 26 games in the NHL making the mistake, and it's a 27 or 29 or 30-year-old or whatever, it's frustrating. I think we understand why they are in the boat that they're in right now. It doesn't make it any easier to deal with. Which leads me to this message that I got from Simon Costigan. Interesting message here. I read in one of his messages the other day, and he, he said this to me. He said, hey, Jason, I hope this message finds you well. Obviously, being mired in uh, a 10-game losing streak is hard to watch, and it's easy to say the team are crap, etc. However, when you start seeing what's missing from the lineup, it's difficult to see it ending soon. Any team missing such a huge amount of veteran goal scoring would struggle. But I'm encouraged by the way Torts is handling the situation, and in most instances, shielding players from the scrutiny they are getting from the media. I'm sure the conversations behind closed doors are different, and this is the sign of a great leader, and it builds trust with the players. He said, I also got Flyers tickets for the 9th and, and April 23rd against the Bruins, and will be coming to Philly from the UK for the first time. I'm incredibly excited 
about seeing the flyers in the flesh. Keep up the fantastic work on the pod. It's a daily must for me. Cheers, Simon. Thanks, Simon. Great note. Um, yeah, one of the things that I had heard from a lot of guys that played for Torts was that he takes the crosshairs off the players by making himself the story, making himself the enemy. And I know last night that uh, Gianna Hahn and Olivia Reiner had asked Torts some questions and he had some pretty terse, you know, responses, basically saying, you know, I'm not going to categorize it for you or I'm not going to lay it out for you. You guys can write your story, blah, blah, blah. First of all, that's the way Torts is. That's always been the way Torts is. And he is a guy that is going to do everything to protect his players. He also said in the press conference that there were elements of his team's game that he really liked. There was mistakes, yes, but there were elements of his team that he really liked. And look, I thought, again, they played hard. They answered that call. And we've been talking about, you know, is playing hard enough this year? And I think for the most part, the responses that I've gotten to that question have been yes, that that is enough for this year. But when you lose 10 straight, you want your mind just puts that on the shelf. Thanks for the note, Simon. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Sports are emotional. We all know that. And believe me, after the game last night, as I'm recording this, just about an hour, 90 minutes after the game has ended, yeah, I'm, I, I go through those emotions too. I try and keep my emotions very even keeled here on the podcast. My job is not to freak out. My job is to kind of analyze it. And there'll be a time when I freak out this year. There always is. And I wanted to freak out last night. Because 10 games, a 10 game losing streak is one of those things that I'm going, oh no, here we go again. I feel like this one's a little different, but the emotion of losing 10 straight games hits me like it hits everybody else. And it sucks. It sucks that they're in this position, that they've lost 10 straight games, they're missing all these guys, key guys. I do feel good about who the head coach is, though. I do feel good that he's the right man to get this thing figured out long term. What does that mean right now? What does that mean for Tuesday against the Islanders? I don't know. You're still going to go into a game with five of your top six forwards out against a really good hockey team. What's it mean for this homestand? Five-game homestand. This is not an easy one. Islanders Tuesday, Tampa, New Jersey, who won, who has won 14 of 15, Colorado, and then Washington, who just beat the Flyers in overtime. I don't know what it means about this homestand. Look, they're going to win again eventually, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to win with this many guys out. All right, everybody, we'll wrap it up there. I've had enough therapy for tonight. Hope you have as well. We will talk to you coming up tomorrow, a big Monday edition of Flyers Daily with Bill Meltzer. There will be a lot to talk about. So join us then for a brand new Flyers Daily. It was a beautiful-